0: Today is a great day in Payne County. It always is. We're glad you're with us. We are Pastors of Payne. We are uh, Catholic priests here in Stillwater, Oklahoma, which is located in Payne County, Oklahoma, which is located in the United States of America.
1: On planet Earth. Uh,
0: And we have a little show that comes on the radio and is as a podcast. So whichever way you're listening, we're grateful that you're with us. Um... I'm Father Brian O'Brien. I am a pastor of a Catholic church, St. Francis Xavier in Stillwater. I hope you come visit us. If you've never been, we'd love to see you. We just started uh, RCIA, which is for people who are thinking about becoming Catholic. Maybe you have questions. Maybe you want to come. You can just show up any day or on a Sunday and come and pray. It's a great place to just come and pray. Or maybe you have questions you want to meet, you want to talk. I'd love to talk to you.
1: Uh, to me, there's another priest anybody.
0: here in the in the studio. Uh, we're here at Stillwater Radio on Perkins Road, living it up. Uh, he is Father Kerry Wakulich. Tell him what they've won, Father.
1: Wow, I, uh, I'm the priest at St. John Catholic w- Student nice. Center, formerly on the corner of Miller and Knobloch. That must be fun. Now I'm the rent-a-center uh, priest. That means I, I borrow liturgical spaces. From you're you're nomadic. Yes, we have a we do a litur- migrants liturgical migrants.
0: Oh, yeah, that's, that's nice.
1: It. Mobile ministry. It's all it's Yeah, all where
0: there. so where can people find you? Uh,
1: Catholicpokes.com, buildingsaints.com, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. All the twitters. Yes, all the twitters. Nice. Yeah. and, and the uh, the well we we currently just have a mud hole on the corner of Miller and Knobloch. It should be I mean, we should be doing some really cool stuff in the next couple of weeks.
0: But when that does day, when
1: does like stuff start coming out of the ground? That will start in uh, probably the end of September. Okay, end of September you'll see. Very nice. It's like a brontosaurus. I think that will be excavated. that will be
0: very important for people. You know, people drive by right now. You know, dirt. Mm-hmm. People are like, oh. But when that when stuff starts coming out of the ground, it's like ah, progress. Progress as promised. I like it. I like it. How's your September going?
1: The September is going. It's going pretty fantastic. What's campus
0: like? What like what, what's the, what is the vibe? The vibe on campus is... For those of us who don't go to campus very often. Oh, well, students want to
1: hang out. They want to be together. They want to socialize. Uh, they didn't like COVID last year where they couldn't hang out. I think it was a... <laughs> the, there was a. a sort but it's of a
0: worse now.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes over the next couple weeks uh, with school. OSU is always um, sort of taking um, taking the front the driver's seat to a lot of those things and making sure that kids stay healthy. And there's kids every week that have COVID. So we'll, we'll see how it all wow. um, progresses. We're praying a novena uh, oh, right really? now. Yeah, a perpetual novena to pray for the, uh, the students who have COVID and those who haven't got it yet but eventually will. And praying for the end of this. this
0: yeah, pandemic. I read a thing the other day that basically said, like, everyone in the world is going to get it.
1: Well, the, the What would you say? The flu of 1918 is still around?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, from like the strains of it. Yeah. Yeah, it's just so interesting. And what's great is that everyone is now an expert on infectious disease. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, that's what's so amazing. I've been to a dentist every year of my life. I'm an expert on teeth. Yeah, yeah. You want me to pull one for you for I free? mean,
0: it's amazing how everyone has become an expert in infectious disease, air- airborne Diseases. uh, Also education. Everyone's an expert on um, what's what's best for children.
1: Molecular genetics.
0: Uh, And also uh, vaccines. Everyone's an expert on vaccines and uh, horse medicine. (laughs) Suddenly everyone. Yes, is an expert. Um, okay, last week we we did uh, what I thought. Oh, I thought you're gonna was, bring this back. up I thought again? it was a pretty good episode. Whoa, I think we're I,
1: getting, we're getting good
0: feedback on it.
1: Whoa, I, I remember uh, Tommy Boy. Where at the end they do that like trivia. Is that Tommy Boy? No, that was uh, it's in uh, it's in Billy Madison. Billy Madison, where he says, "I award you no points. Uh, you're 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 rambling. Uh, I'm dumber knowing any of that existed. May God have mercy on your soul, and I award you no points." A simple wrong would have been okay. All
0: I know is that we're getting good feedback on it. Well, I, th- P-
1: I think people really liked it. Well, we got some compliments on the Hail Mary conversation. Well, right, okay. and then some so, correction so on that. So we
0: learned. We learned about where the Hail Mary came from. Um, so you can actually there's actually an article on history.com. The History Channel has has dived, has dove in, has divved, dived, dived divved into <laughs> this topic. And it could go back to as far as 1922, but really it became most popular uh, 1975 Dallas Cowboys. You can read about it, but anyway, that's where the Hail Mary. But really, it's just cultural appropriation of Catholics, because then there's also the Immaculate Reception. Do you know about that? I don't. Tell Franco me. Franco Harris was a running back for the Steelers, and this there was this pass, and it like deflected off of another guy, and he like magically, you know, sort of came into his arms. And he scored a touchdown. Anyway, and they call that—that's the frequently immaculate. called the immaculate reception. Okay, wow. Or just
1: more a cult, cultural appropriation. A lot, a lot, of, a lot of stuff about the Blessed Virgin Mary in sports. Exactly. Okay. Well, what, since, what, since we're on, uh, since, we're on uh, since we're on this uh, subject of the Blessed Virgin yeah? Mary in sports, tell me. Should we? Should we? I, I, think this is like a great opportunity to to talk about who Mary is. Do you call her Saint Mary or Mary Mother of God? You know,
0: it's, it's actually very interesting because there's a church, you know, a church in Tulsa. I used to live there, uh, uh-huh. and it's called Saint Mary's. And it's not—I mean, they're not talking about Mary Magdalene. They're not talking about Mary of Egypt. They're not—they're ta- talking about the Blessed Virgin Mary.
1: Who is? I don't think she's a canonized saint. Well, I mean, yes,
0: but on a different level.
1: Is there another church named Saint Mary out there? They there's call a it? lot of them. I mean, the Ponca
0: City. Oh, that is Saint Mary's. Is Saint Mary's? So, is not that interesting? I mean, yeah, it's, it's sort of an internal I don't know, weird Catholic debate. You know, is I mean, v- but we don't refer like in the in the in the mass, we don't refer to her as Saint Mary. We refer to her as the Blessed Virgin Mary. But anyway, that's a little a little side a little side conversation. Well, what
1: what should we educate the good people of God on today so here's, about the Blessed Virgin? So, here's here's the, here's the deal. Here's the deal.
0: Despite our, our many efforts, and despite widespread availability of good Catholic content on the internet, uh-huh. the myth pervades the culture that, and we've talked about this before, but like the question, like, do Catholics worship Mary? Yeah. Okay. But really, I just what I think would be helpful is if we just talked about why we love her. Can we talk about that?
1: Let's do it. Why? Well, why I, is she such, why is she such a big deal? I would say first of all, <laughs> why she's it's cuz she's alive. Oh. That that's the starting point. Okay. Like she is I'm alive. alive. So the Blessed Virgin Mary is alive in heaven. Oh. So okay, that's different. Yeah, I'm here. Not only is she alive, she's alive in heaven. So so that that sort of like changes our big perspective because if you die and you what?
0: The, uh, you, if okay. you die, you go you, someplace, right? Yeah, heaven, heaven or hell, purgatory.
1: Yeah, heaven, hell, purgatory. A- and if you're in heaven, then you're a saint. If oh. you're in hell, you're not suffering a saint. eternal punishments. Not a either, saint. A, you know, coldy, cold, cold, or hotty, hot, hot. We're not sure which one. But the Mary has a particular like role and relationship in relationship to her son. Because Jesus has been building a kingdom, and you know, he even says that, like, my kingdom is not of this world. Like, is that what he tells Pontius Pilate? I think it's like uh, he says, uh, "Why don't you?" Yeah, yeah, that's right. He t- I think he tells Pontius Pilate, "Like my my kingdom is not of this world." Yeah, and he says, "So you are a king," and he says, "You say so." And so Mary, uh, you know, his mother, because in the Old Testament, the mother was always the queen of the king, mm. not. And so Mary has a special role in the kingdom of God, and it's because she's alive and the mother of Jesus, or as the Council of Ephesus said, the mother Mother of of God. The Theotokos. Yeah. So I I think, why do we love her? One, because she's in heaven. Two? You got got a two?
0: Yeah, I mean, you can name as many things as you want. Go ahead. No, no,
1: you go ahead. Oh, two? You're on a roll. She hears our prayers. And like any mother, she listens to us. Either you know, in our good times and our bad. So I
0: think some people, I think some people would say like people who have real objections to like the amount of attention that we give to the Blessed Virgin Mary, would say number one, she's not alive, she's dead.
1: What would you say to that? I would say, well, well are you a Christian or not? Oh, well, I mean, one, All right. I mean, it's a basic question. Are you a Christian? If you are a Christian, then people are alive in heaven. That, that's that's a simple thing. Okay. People yeah. are alive in heaven, and if you are yeah. a Christian, and people are alive in heaven, then Mary, the mother of Jesus, is alive in heaven. We can come to that conclusion, and we can just stop right there and say. And then, what is the role of the people in heaven? Well, they can go back to that podcast, and we talked about the intercession of the saints, of how the saints uh, pray for us, um, and they don't take away. They don't take anything away from Jesus. They don't take away anything from the Father. They don't take away anything from the Holy Spirit. Yeah, but that, that's why. That's why I, I would say we love Mary in that. She prays for us. She intercedes on our behalf. And so if people say, oh, well, I don't, I don't agree with that. I say, well, why, why, why don't you agree with that?
0: Yeah, it makes sense. It makes sense, yeah, to be, to be a Christian. Yeah, it's to believe that people are alive in heaven.
1: Yeah. And people alive in heaven, what do Starting they do? Starting with Jesus. What do they do? They don't, they don't live out they the country us? music songs. Can they hear us? Oh, yes. I agree. Uh, I, I would, you know, uh, I love iconography, uh, like Byzantine icons, yeah. because they have, the, the saints have their ears covered, and their noses are a little longer than normal, because the line of the Psalms, it says, like, burning incense, O Lord, let our prayers rise up to oh, you. And I so like the icon that. description is that the saints and God smell your prayers. They smell the sweet incense of your prayers. So I like the uh,
0: the, the early church fathers. I think have been for those of you out there. If you're not familiar, basically there are the the writings of uh, the early leaders of the church. Oh yeah, so,
1: like so Epiphanius or Ambrose Milan. So
0: typically, kind of the first, I think, generally sort of the first like five centuries. Mm-hmm. You know, oh yes. which is a long time. You know, I mean, the United States only been around 250. You know, but the early church is like kind of these first five centuries. So if you go and you look up what the early church believed. About Mary, or about the Eucharist, or about lots of things. Right. You get a be- you get a better sense of why Catholics believe what we believe, because we, as we say in the Creed every week at Mass, we believe in one Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. Apostolic meaning that it goes back to the apostles, to The time yeah. of the apostles, to the early church, to Jesus, to his teachings. So, the early church um, had very specific beliefs about Mary. And for the early church, Mary was a big deal. Right?
1: Yes. Yes. Because a lot of people saw her and hung out with her. They knew her. Yes. Yes.
0: And when, after Jesus died and rose again and ascended into heaven, the Blessed Virgin Mary went to live with the Apostle John, John the Evangelist, after whom your parish is named. Yeah. And... And there they lived, right? You can go and visit the house where they lived. Where Ephesus, right? Uh, L- uh, Loretto, isn't it? Whoa, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess the house. Yeah, moved to Italy.
1: That's a that's a whole another. That's, that's a whole another. Yeah. That's a whole another show. So this is John Cashin,
0: Saint John Cashin. Oh yeah, I like him. Early Church. He says this. He was. This is uh, specifically talking about is is Mary the mother of God. But it just shows like when like how how firmly. Things believe. This is John Cashin responding to someone who said that Mary is not the mother of God. Quote, Now, you heretic, <laughs> you say, whoever you are who deny that God was born of the Virgin, that Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ, cannot be called the mother of God, but the mother only of Christ and not of God. For no one, you say, gives birth to one older than herself. And concerning this utterly stupid argument... Let us prove by divine testimonies both that Christ is God and that Mary is the mother of God. There were yeah. strong feelings. Yeah,
1: they didn't say Christotokos. There were strong the
0: feelings in the early church about the blessed Virgin, is that
1: the only one you yeah. got? You got like five pages. Oh no, there's there? a bunch. I mean, oh, give there's me a another, bunch. Give me another. Good you, I quote. mean, do you
0: have a favorite church father? Uh, how about? Um, I mean, I got a. I got, there's, I got a bunch. Epiphanius. Right how
1: about Epiphanius? Is mm, he on the list? No. Oh, what? Flip the page. Athanasius. What about? Oh, Epiphanius. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you know? I, d- I just read souls uh, and backs of pages. Epiphanius,
0: <laughs> uh, which is in the fourth, late fourth century, is that a saint? Epiphanius is a saint.
1: Uh, he also wrote some other stuff on the Blessed Virgin Mary.
0: He says, Being perfect at the side of the Father and incarnate among us, not in appearance but in truth, he, Jesus, he reshaped man to perfection in himself from Mary the Mother of God through the Holy Spirit. So these are arguments of like that Mary, these, were, these are quotes sort of all related to people who say Mary is not the Mother of God. Yeah. The Mother of merely Jesus is, hum- you know, humanity and... You have you have others? No, you, no, no, I, want? I, I like You want Jerome? Theodore of Mapuestia? Oh, yeah. I, I made a report uh, uh, on him
1: in church history when I was in seminary. It's when individuals just sort of dismiss Mary, they haven't read church history. Oh, and, yeah? And they think church history is somewhere like around the 14, 15, 1600s. Like, well, let me quote. So and so, I was like, "No, you're why don't you quote somebody from the first five centuries of Christianity?" And Who are they l- quoting? Well, they'll quote like um, you Luther know, uh, Well, Anglican, Anglican or Episcopalian oh. theologians from the seventeen eighteen hundreds, or l- Lutheran theologians from the United States, well, and they'll, they'll they'll state these things like, "Oh, well, let me quote this guy." I was like, "Well, let's go back to the beginning." And let's see what the, the early, early church, church, yeah, the people who yeah. knew Mary, who knew these people, who knew these different saints, what did they say, or who knew the people who knew Mary, yeah, yeah,
0: and I think too it's I think it's important that Mary you know the reason we believe Mary is so important is that she really is a model, you know we talk about being we want to be disciples, right, we want our people, I want to be one, and I want my people to be disciples of Jesus Christ. And so, what we—how do we learn how to be a disciple? Is you look at other disciples, and hopefully you have those people in your life. But first and foremost is the Blessed Virgin Mary. Yes. As a disciple, right? So, what makes—let's talk about sort of traits of Mary that make her an admirable disciple of Jesus. I'll start. Humility.
1: Go. I would say listening to his ah, voice obedient, and, and doing obedient, what? Yeah. To
0: listen, right? Um, I would say that she was a woman of prayer. I would say... It's not a contest. We're just going to see how far we can go.
1: I would say that she's a woman of service to Elizabeth.
0: Ooh,
1: a woman of service.
0: Um, I would say her her, uh, loyalty to Christ, standing by him even to the cross, that's a sign of a disciple. In good times and in bad, in season and out of season, as St. Paul would say.
1: I would say that she says yes to God.
0: Ooh. That's
1: a good one. That's
0: a, that's I, I don't I can't, I can't top that. That she said yes to, to God's plan. Yeah. Yeah. There was an obedience there. There was a, but also like a sense, I think sometimes we talk about Mary, like, or, you know, we talk about Mary, like in her, like docility, you know, like, like sort of obedient. And, and sometimes we take that as like, she was just sort of a passive observer but heck no, when she said yes, when she said, may it be done unto me according to thy word, her fiat, that was that was her saying yes to the, the adventure. That was not oh, like, yeah. okay, oh. fine, uh, you know, like some like uh, middle schooler, like, uh, okay. Like, no, she was saying yes to to this great adventure. Okay, let me read, uh, you know, I love the catechism, right? Uh-huh. This is Catechism 964. Okay. Your thoughts on this. Mary's role in the church is inseparable from her union with Christ and flows directly from it. This union of the mother with the son in the work of salvation is made manifest from the time of Christ's virginal conception up to his death. It is made manifest above all at the hour of his passion.
1: Isn't that great? Mary's role in the church is
0: inseparable from her union with Christ. So it's not like there's Mary and there's Jesus, right? When we to talk about Mary, is to talk about Mary's relationship to Jesus. We don't we don't talk we don't talk about Mary standing on her own. When we ask Mary to pray for us, when we say in the Hail Mary, "Pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death," we're asking Mary to pray to who? To her Son on our behalf right just like you and i you know hey you're not feeling well oh will you pray for me yeah i'd love to pray for you right we ask mary to pray for us pray for us sinners now and at the hour of our death to pray for us to her son right so mary i mean so the catechism is that mary's role is inseparable from her union with christ and flows directly from it so it's not like oh there's i i I have to choose between like jesus and mary no no, and Mary would never want you to. To choose, to, to have Mary as a model is to be united then with her son.
1: Who did the same thing. Who did the same thing. Yeah, Mary, Mary's whole life yep. was directed towards the yes. Yes. To say, yes. I want God to dwell in me. And, and so, yeah, our whole life is ordered to that. Yeah, that's, um, it sounds like you're saying something very similar to the Louis de Montfort. You ever heard of Louis de Montfort? I've heard of St. Louis de Montfort. St. Louis de Montfort's got that book, the total— Louis t- or Louis? Louis. Saint Louis. Saint Louis, Saint
0: Louis, Louis, Louis de Montfort. Montfort? <laughs> we both did the same <laughs> thing. <laughs> My French is terrible.
1: Okay. Uh, well, your French is terrible? It doesn't exist. So you were saying what? What were you saying? You know, Louis, Louis de Montfort's got that— Yes?
0: Uh, yeah, no, I'm familiar—
1: the total consecration to Jesus through Mary. Uh-huh. And it sounds like you're saying what he oh, said. Oh, by the way, shout out to the Ringwald family
0: whose dog is named
1: Louis de Montford. No. Yes.
0: That's the whole name of the dog? Shout out. They have multiple dogs, but one of their dogs is named Louis de Montfort. Okay. I'm back. Wow. So, total consecration to Jesus through sorry, Mary. you just like pulled me Mary, right up. <laughs> to Mary. No, to Jesus through Mary.
1: Yes, that's correct. Yes. What's that book about? Oh, well, the, the book is about the, this consecration that one goes through of, of a, a prayer and litanies and daily meditations on the imitation of Christ, daily de- um, meditations on the devotion, true devotion to Mary, and how Mary was a disciple and how the imitation of Christ, one is supposed to imitate, imitate the Lord Jesus and everything. But what you just said there, there's this unification that is between mary and jesus that you're participating in Mm -hmm. and as you participate in that then you become more like mary who is the first disciple and because you become more like mary who's the first disciple who said yes to the holy spirit and had dedicated her whole life as you say more you say yes more frequently to to living and acting like the blessed virgin mary then you're saying yes to jesus Jesus.
0: okay so i have two i think two two points that we hear from time to time a lot of times, people will say, "Why do you guys even bother with Mary, like, or or any or any of the saints? Like, what? Why? What? Why? Just just ignore them, and just write, go right to Jesus, and just be done with it. Leave Mary and the saints like out of it. They're
1: just like getting in the way. What would you say to that? <laughs> what would you say to that? What would I say to that? I would say. Could I could I use the words of St. John Cashin? Sure. <laughs> what did he say? <laughs> this is you, idiotic. <laughs> you stupid. But you wouldn't say that to somebody. If someone no, came up to you on
0: campus and say, Hey father, I've always had this question. I've, i grew up Southern Baptist, I've always had this question about Catholics. Why why all the why the middleman?
1: Why the middleman why bother? Say, I wouldn't say that the middleman. It's very similar to the um, the gospel a couple Sundays ago. When Jesus is at the home of Peter, and all of those people are bringing their friends to see Jesus, they're all trying to gather around to receive healing um, at that town when he, you know, he goes, then he goes to the Decapolis, and he goes to the Decapolis, the town of the Ten Cities, and there's that guy there who is a deaf mute. Yep. And what did This is from the 23rd Sunday.
0: Yeah, was that last Sunday? Two Two weeks ago? ago.
1: There's all these people, what do they do? They bring this guy to Jesus. And so the constant is every time he turns around, people are showing up with somebody. The paralytic. Yeah, exactly. They open the roof. They're always bringing these people to see Jesus. And that's what the saints do. The saints have said, because they're alive, and because they can participate in this world, because they're still alive, and they can pray for us, what are they doing? What is Mary doing? They're trying to bring us to the Lord Jesus. Remember Mary's final words are, you know, do whatever he tells you to do. There we go. And th- this, is, this is the role of the saints. So to say, why do we need the saints, uh, say, or saying, we don't need the saints, is a foolish statement because you do need them because they want you with them, which is, where are they? In front of, in front of the good Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Yeah, alive. God. Yeah, they're alive, alive in heaven. In heaven. And they, they want to help you out. So would you, in this life, gather um, earthly friends that were running towards the Lord? As well was, we do it all the time. It's yes. Yes, what churches.
0: Right? It's what small groups are, right? I gather with these people who I, you know, maybe we have a lot in common, maybe we don't, right? Maybe with the saints you have a lot in common, maybe you yeah. don't. But you they are where you want to be, right? We have spiritual mentors, spiritual directors. Uh-huh. We all have people. I mean, I look at my, my parents, I look at you, right? I look at other people in my life and I say, Yeah, there are certain attributes about them that I want to emulate. Okay, the final question that I have, and you may have others. Oh, no. More questions? Are Jesus and Mary equals? No. Exactly. Oh, sorry, I didn't But I, mean, think, that's I, a didn't mean, I think that's a view. I think that's something that some people think about us, that we <sighs> sort of put, oh, let's see, today is today like a Jesus day or is today like a Mary day? I think people see our devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary and think sometimes that we— make them equals but we would say no no, no that no. would be foolish and the to first say. person who would say heck no is the blessed virgin mary <laughs> yeah who says in the wedding of cana right the first miracle right do whatever he tells you she spent her life as did john the baptist as did all the saints she spent her life pointing to him yes. you guys not me you want him not me him, <laughs> right? Mary didn't. It wasn't Mary who died on the cross. Was the was was the crucifixion difficult for Mary? Heck yeah, for sure. Right. Watching her son
1: die, but it she, it wasn't her. I she mean, if didn't. Mary had been crucified on the cross, we'd still not be saved.
0: Yeah, no, yeah, there would be no, <laughs> I mean, yeah, there'd be no, yeah, there's no salvation because of there's no Mary. Although Mary plays a huge role in salvation history, because Mary. Her yes brings forth the Son who died for our sins and rose again and lives forever yeah, in heaven. Without
1: her, there's no human flesh to die. Right. Ooh, there it is. Yeah.
0: So she has an incredibly important role, and that's why we as Catholics, so if those of you who are listening to this, maybe if you're a Catholic, and this helps you like, increase your devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary, asking for her prayers for yourself and your family and for our world mm-hmm, and whatever you mm-hmm. need, praying the rosary... One of the things, one of the best things coming out of COVID in my parish, you know, when, when the shutdown happened March of 2020 and we, you know, kind of everything went online and, you know, we went with, we had, you know, we're showing mass on, on, online and we started this like evening rosary and it is still going. It's still going. We've been doing it for a year and a half every night. Wow. And what it's done for the people who have followed it, for the people, it has just, it has had these unbelievable graces come about in families with individuals my mom my mom watches it every night the other night oh. i was i was i was i was in still water and i was like getting some gas and it was like 805 and i was like oh good okay when i get back in the car like i'm gonna because i had to go somewhere i was like i'm gonna call my mom on the way there and then i thought and then i remembered no 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 do not call mom between like 8 and 8 25 because <laughs> she's praying the rosary with my parishioners on facebook
1: that's cool. Crazy.
0: So anyway, th- those, th- that devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary is something that we really want to see. We put it in our, in our mission and vision plan for our parish that we wanted to see um, devotion to the Blessed Virgin Mary increased in a tangible way. And we've, I mean, one way in which we've done it is the,
1: the, rosary, the rosary in the
0: evening. Then we also have a group that prays the rosary every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. in the church. And then lots of people who just pray it on their own. Pray it before mass. Pray it after mass. Pray when you're driving. Pray when you're driving is a great time to pray. pray I don't recommend necessarily having the beads like in your hands while you drive. <laughs> but that's why God gave you ten fingers. So and there.
1: toes. I use my toes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so anyway, that's just a little bit about uh, about the Blessed Virgin Mary that we thought you wanted. You might want to know uh, about what we believe. You can look in the Catechism. So it's in kind of that ni- in the 900s, um, and it's in the part of the Catechism on the Creed. Which is the first part of the Catechism?
1: You um, should know you do all these classes. So when
0: we say, because we say in the in the in the in the Creed every Sunday, born of born Lord. of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried.
1: Father Mike Schmitz has also got a cool couple cool There's videos. There's some good videos. If Bishop do, Robert Barron's got some great homilies. If you do
0: blessed Vir, like Vir, uh, Mary and Father Mike Schmitz, Mary and Bishop Barron, you'll you'll also Mary find and Fulton Sheen. Fulton Sheen. Oh. Don't even get me started. Oh. I could go on for days. But anyway, we're gonna get out of here. We thank you for listening. If you are in and around Stillwater, we hope you'll come and see us. Yes, if you please. are uh, have questions about the church, you want you've been away from the church, you want to come back, uh, give us a call. We'd love to we'd visit you in your home. You can come and visit us in our parishes. And um, we just hope your September's going well and we ask for the Blessed Virgin Mary to pray for us. Have a great week. Peace.